Hello, fellow streakers. Hopefully you are having a wonderful time preparing for a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Our podcast today is a special one because we are interviewing a man who is involved in international humanitarian work throughout the world. His current focus is increasing the education and opportunities for people in Africa. After a successful 30-year career in financial services, compliance, and ethics, he retired and began his work as a volunteer for BYU Pathway. BYU Pathway is a worldwide organization established to improve lives through access to spiritually-based, online, affordable, higher education. Its mission is to develop disciples of Jesus Christ who are leaders in their homes, the church, and their communities. He is a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for the Pathway Program and manages that throughout parts of Africa. Let's give a great big welcome to Mr. David Ruper and let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is Streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple, keep a record, and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. Welcome. We're so excited to have you on, David. It's great to be with you guys. Really excited. We've been looking forward to this one forever, and this this podcast is exciting because we've had people texting us and, and saying, oh, you should ask this question. So we're excited <laughs> to be able to talk with you today. Yeah. So we wanted to start by just telling us a little bit about kind of your past and how, how you got started and what brought you to where you are now in terms yeah. of working with Pathways. All right. So thank you. So um, professionally, I had started off, I went to BYU, had a double major, international relations. I served a mission in Taiwan, so I speak Mandarin. And then I got a second major in accounting. And part of that was because of a good mentor in my life named Jim Beardall, at the time was CEO of Anderson Lumber. And he had stressed to me that uh, accounting was a great career to go into. So I, I started off as a CPA for a couple of years with, for, with KPMG, uh, then went to work for a couple other companies and went to work for MetLife. Then I retired from MetLife and at MetLife, you know, went to Asia and had 10 countries in Asia and have seen just all walks of life and hiring people uh, from, from Nepal and Bangladesh to the Vietnam, Malaysia, to Japan and, and Korea, et cetera. And then after, and so I always thought I would do something when I retired in Asia. Uh, and um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware that BYU has a program called the International Society. Hmm. And every, uh, the, the Monday after April General Conference in the Gordon B. Hinckley Visitor Center Alumni Building there, they put on a wonderful program uh, and uh, for about, you know, for the whole day, I guess. And I was there and heard Kimby Clark at the time talk about Pathway. And this is, you know, Pathway has been around since 2009. And, uh, and this was a few years ago. And I thought, that sounds really impressive. Yeah. And, uh, and so I went to Pathway and said, hey, I'd like to get involved. And I thought I would do something in Asia. And they said, you know, we've got our staffing in place with Asia in, in pretty good shape, but we really need help in Africa. And my wife and I and our youngest daughter had previously gone to Africa, did a choice humanitarian uh, trip. And choice humanitarian is based out of Salt Lake. It's a great group. It's a great family vacation. We went over and helped build a school in, in Kenya. And but we went to church there. And we felt just the goodness of the people in Africa. So sweet, so spiritual. I'm thinking, I got to get back here. So when they said, uh, hey, would you like to get involved with Africa? I said, sure. And um, so do you want me to go on from there? Or? So let's let's go back just a little bit here because you said this so casually. I love it. I speak Mandarin. I know. One of the toughest languages in the world, I think, to speak is Mandarin. At least that's what I've heard. <laughs> I mean, that alone, the, the, the amount of effort and energy that it took to learn the Mandarin language and to go forward with that, I mean, 
I can what only imagine. Like? Yeah, what was that like? Well, you know, and people learn at different uh, speeds and, and have different capacities. And I was certainly in the slower group, uh, but <laughs> but I think it just speaks to Heavenly Father wants to accomplish His work, and uh, and that's a whole nother segment we could talk about there. But uh, yeah, but the, but as you work hard, the language comes. And if you ever want to take a trip to Beijing, China, when people go to China again, you know, <laughs> COVID's yeah. made that kind of difficult to do. We can take you to. Tiananmen, uh, just outside Tiananmen Square by the Forbidden City, where David O. McKay uh, dedicated China for the preaching of the gospel in January of 1921. So it had a 100th centennial last year, and it's, mar- it's remarkable. So it, it feels great to be a part of the work wherever we are, whether it's in China, whether it's in Africa. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I, I, I had a great experience when I, I landed in Shanghai one time, and I went to uh, my first time actually to China itself. And I came to this huge train station and there were just thousands of people there. And I was looking at these people and I had just this overwhelming love for these people thinking, what will be my opportunity to help the people in China? This is after my mission and everything. Yeah. And so then we had the opportunity to live in Hong Kong after that and do things. But then that love is transferred to the people of Africa. So God has no respect of persons, right? And he wants everybody to grow and to flourish. And, and that's what our role is today is just to bless mankind. Yeah. So it's fun. So tell us a little bit about now, what is the mission? So what is BYU Pathways and what is its mission? Okay. So the B, uh, so BYU Pathway is this very affordable online platform that it starts from the bottom up. And uh, and I say that because, you know, most places you, you don't become marketable until you have a degree and then people will hire you. Uh, Pathway, uh, Kimby Clark, uh, Clark Gilbert, Brian Ashton, current president, uh, Matt Irene, uh, John Wilson, others, they have developed this where you start to earn certificates. They have what they call Pathway Connect, and it's to take people and get them ready for school. Because a lot of people have been out of school. They feel like they missed their opportunity. They didn't go go to a four-year program. And so they have three classes. They call Pathway Connect 101, 102, 103, life skills, professional skills, university skills. And in that last class, you pick a certificate that you want to study that's performed at the college level. And so it becomes tougher than those first three classes. It becomes more difficult. And they have majors in business, uh, technology, applied health, uh, family services, and other areas. And so you can start to pick a certificate, and then you start to study that. And so as you start to get a number of these certificates, eventually you have enough credits so you can graduate. And but but the good news is is even before graduating, if you start to have certificates that says you know I can do data modeling, I can do programming, I've, I've had a basic class in accounting and other things then you start to be marketable. So the goal at Pathway is to help, they they have really two goals. Uh, One is to help the hidden many, uh, which is you think of the many people in life who don't have opportunity or don't believe opportunity exists, is to help the hidden many. And also they, they work wherever the church is organized. So they can't go somewhere the church doesn't exist because there's strength in gathering. So mm-hmm. once a week, they start, you know, they have these programs uh, where the training takes place. And once a week with these devoted pathway missionaries who are literally saviors upon Mount Zion, because <laughs> they are they are the representative to these these students, whether they are members of our faith or non-members of our faith, they are the representative of these students to interact with the with the pathway uh, experience and to help with technical problems and other things. So once a week, often on Thursdays, they'll have this gathering and they bring this group together, maybe 25, 30 students. They used to do this in person, then COVID forced everything to go virtual. Now they have some in person, but but the the uh, the virtual has many opportunities. So they build this this bond of brothers and sisters by coming together. And and that's kind of the secret sauce to Pathway, I think, is this this gathering, uh, which is really a sense of networking. And so they'll go through this Pathway Connect, those three classes together. Then they start to branch into their respective majors. But then there they can develop some other networking opportunities. And somewhere when you're ready, I want to talk about... uh, areas to collaborate between 
BYU Pathway in the BYU Management Society. So at Pathway, I'm a, uh, I started off as a area coordination missionary for Africa Central. So I was assigned for like uh, uh, Kenya, uh, uh, Tanzania, Uganda, Rwanda, Democratic Republic of Congo, Congo, Brazzaville, Cameroon. Uh, and then eventually Pathway said, hey, why don't you go spend time in West Africa uh, so then I started to you know, support West Africa. In the process of being at West Africa, I met a wonderful brother named Seth Ogoaim, who was the regional director for, for the BYU Management Society in Africa. And so there's a there's a tremendous amount of uh, similarity in, in collaboration opportunity uh, where Pathway and Management Society in Africa bless and help each other. And so... I'll stop there. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of energy behind that. Did you have a thought no, or a question? No, keep going, keep going. So some, it's interesting, as we talk about Pathway, I'm just going to stay general with Pathway for just a second, then we want to get into your work in Africa. But right now, statistically, it says that there's 57,459 total BYU Pathway worldwide unduplicated students in 2021. That's quite a phenomenal stat. And then as you look at it, you were talking about certificates and degrees 27,716 uh, students have either certificates or degrees from BYU Pathways. You guys are in 188 countries. Um, and it just a couple more stats. Largest uh, international student population, the Philippines, Nigeria, which is a, one of the reasons we wanted to uh, obviously have you on, and Mexico. You're also obvious in the Pathways is in the United States, all 50 states. Um, and the student populations there, the largest student populations are in Utah, California, and Arizona. So as you, as you look at this, you know, to me, from what you were describing, it sounds like you start with pathways as a way to get to a higher, a, a degree, a, a college type degree. Is that right? I mean, so someone that maybe left high school or maybe didn't get a high school diploma, could could go into pathways and start to these particular connect programs, these three connect ones, and then go into degree. Did I understand that correctly? Yeah, that's exactly it. And that that's the that's the greatness of the pathway because people get a second chance, yeah. right? And that's why they have that pathway connect program where you learn life skills, how do you get your life in order? professional skills how do you present you know you learn to use the excel spreadsheets they have one and i've never been the pathway uh, missionary where i coordinated a gathering right i've administered the program and so that's why i say all the credit to those missionaries who do the gathering uh but 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 what i strive to do is to help those students but for example and and you know they'll teach them how do you manage a, a lemonade stand and they start to learn excel and other documents and they have uh, re, you know uh, programs and they have these weekly assignments and so that they learn that degree of accountability and uh and then you have to have a certain gpa i think it's about 3.0 in order to matriculate. Now, when you matriculate, you matriculate into either BYU, Idaho, and there's a whole nother story that uh, readers can talk about uh, how the vision of pathway at BYU, Idaho, and how that would bless the world. Or you can matriculate into Ensign College, and because they have different areas of expertise to support these majors and these certificates. And I know also there's coordination with the BYU Hawaii also, so there's opportunity there. So all three of those schools are all uh, accredited universities. So Pathway is this wonderful conduit that finds the students, develops the students, and then prepares them so they can have that higher education opportunity at very affordable prices. So if you're going to go to BYU Idaho, uh, you know we send our students, to, I mean, we send our children away, right? If you're going to send them to BYU Idaho, they can get that four-year degree, but it's going to cost you know maybe like fifteen thousand dollars or something like that. When you do it through Pathway, it's going to cost like you know depending which country you're coming from because it's the tuition's based on the GDP of that country it's going to cost maybe like $1,200, right? So that's why it starts to make it affordable to people. This is why I was so excited to have you on is because the whole concept of Pathways is so thrilling. The idea of, and I love the name of it, This as you're talking, it's just this vision of this pathway to education and opportunity and self-reliance. It's the opportunity for people in 
a myriad of different situations based on whatever their past experience was to be able to have access to something that I don't know that many of them would have had access to in any other way. Um, one of the questions that I had, and this was actually a question from, from Laurel that we had talked about earlier, but she wanted to ask you um, why you think Pathway is increasing student success. And some of it, like I found it fascinating that you said one of the greatest things that has, one of the, the greatest benefits of Pathways is this um, opportunity to gather together and mm -hmm. and have these networking opportunities. So that probably is part of that answer. But what else have you seen that as you look at what is creating this student success through Pathways? What's Yeah, you know, I will answer that first by saying uh, years ago when I did financial planning, we had a saying people don't plan to fail, but they fail to plan. Mm -hmm. okay? So there are so many people in life who didn't grow up with parents that said, hey, why don't you consider this? Why don't we send you to this camp? Why don't we give you, give you this opportunity or have people around them to talk to, you know, a circle of influence. So Pathway creates that structure for people that they can start to learn about themselves and develop skills that make them marketable. And as a shout out to your guys' book, Shrieking, okay. uh, I love on the cover of it that you have an endorsement by Seth Godin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, my one of my sons, Chris, is a big fan of Seth Godin. So he introduced me to Seth Godin virtually, right? Just, you know, reading his books. Right. And, and there's a powerful quote from Seth Godin that I think relates to Pathway. Because Seth Godin says uh, in his book, Lynchpin, Are You Indispensable? He says, the only way to get what you're worth is to stand out, to exert indispensable and to provide interactions that organizations and people care deeply about. So I think that's what Pathway is doing. It's teaching people, how can you stand out wherever you live? How can you create value? And as a result of that, be compensated for that value. And so Pathway today, is it, it's incredible because not only is it providing educational opportunities to people, but they have a whole mentoring program to help people as they're going through the program. And there's a guy named Steve Thomas who runs that. And they have great data analytics. So they can see, especially in that first semester, it's very vulnerable. And so see, are people, you know, are they logging into the program? Are they participating in their gatherings? Are they completing their assignments? And so they get special assistance. There are wonderful donors who've made it possible. So return missionaries get discounts and, and, and there's various, the, the Hebrew J grant scholarship and other things. So they really, even though it's affordable, extremely affordable in our minds, in these, you know, in these, you know, emerging markets, it's not as affordable, right? right. And so they're doing everything they can to make it affordable. And there's a big focus now to say, how do we help people get jobs and they're, they're really trying to create, it's, it's like, they don't say it's an employment agency, but they're doing everything they can to introduce people to career opportunities. Mm -hmm. So in the United States, we have all these wonderful people who are decision makers and companies. And COVID taught us, you know what? You can work virtually. <laughs> We're having this conversation virtually. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and so, and, and, and so, so what they're doing now, and there's great companies, there's a shout out to a company called Bloom, uh, John and Eric over there, who are helping Pathway students, other students find virtual work. So those students, in order to take a virtual job in the United States, they have to be prepared and ready. And so there's this whole process of preparing people so they can earn a living wage. And then it goes on where they can earn better than a living wage. And that's a little bit where the management society comes in to BYU management society kind of help in there. And I will, I will offer too, uh, uh, there's a good brother named Steve Kapila Mutombo and a sister named Janet Cook. And Janet had served a mission in DR Congo. And long story short, Steve started a nonprofit called The Lord's Hands. And so myself and a few others sit on that. We, uh, as advisors, that we give laptops to BYU Pathway students because as powerful as Pathway is, you have to have a computer and you have to have access to the internet. Mm -hmm. And we've given out 530 computers so far. In January, we'll give out another 250 computers. And we and we, we there's a brother named Dennis Lifford who runs a charity a nonprofit called Tech Charities in downtown Salt Lake. is just a just a, a real saint. 
We buy used computers from him. We ship 500 a year to Africa, and then we ship them to countries throughout Africa where Pathway is organized. Wow. Now, how did you... So talk to us a little bit about now how you got involved with Africa. I know you mentioned it before, but because you're now really deep into Africa, how does that work, you know, to be a pathway missionary, if you will, and to be part of the whole thing? How did you get involved in the work? And and then how does someone else get involved in the work? Okay. Well, first off, for, for, for anybody, it's very easy to become a, a BYU pathway missionary. And there's uh, there's uh, you can talk to anybody who's involved with Pathway. You could probably search for it. I, I didn't do that beforehand. I should have. But I know there's a link that you can go in and you can register that you want to be a Pathway missionary. OK, uh, and, and so it's very simple to do that. And then you go through there's an interview process with Bishop Stake president, at least an endorsement. Right. I, I'm not sure if it's face to face, but an endorsement. And then you can do that. And, and there's a burning desire to do that. I got a phone call early one morning from a good brother in DR Congo, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. And he's a, uh, I think he's a neurosurgeon. And he had gone to India where he was doing his studies. And Pathway had been rolled out to India, but not yet to DR Congo. And he called me, somehow got a hold of me and says, I want to be a pathway missionary. And so now he's a pathway missionary in DR Congo, but because of his edge, and he went back and I think went through pathway because he wanted to learn what pathway did. And then I'll come back to me. Here's one great thing about pathway we didn't mention. Not only does provide not only does pathway provide education and opportunity, but it really, I know President Ballard has said that pathway is the leadership training program for the church in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. And uh and, you know, you can sit down with stake presidents and, and, and stake presidencies and high council and bishops and release society presidents. So many of them have gone through pathway. Uh, so it's an incredible program. And so for me, I because I was aware of pathway, I contacted pathway and went down. I think Corey Christensen, who's uh, involved in the international space, was kind enough to sit down with me and talk with me. Then he introduced me to this good, good brother named Matt Richards, who lives in Accra, Ghana. And it, all of these people have stories that you would just want to read about, right? And hear about. I mean, we, we could give you podcast material for the next year by talking <laughs> to these people. And, just uh, on the stories, that would be and, fun. And, and all of them are passionate. And so, and, and actually, Pathway does something very cool for their church, for their Pathway employees, which I think is a very coveted position to get to work for Pathway. It's very, it's very difficult, right? Because you have to have a special skill set and a special desire and everything. And then these senior missionaries who, who do, you know, wonderful work, uh, you know, helping to administer the kingdom, but they have people tell their path to Pathway uh, at the meetings. And it's really powerful. It's really emotional. So anyway, I did that. I went down there and talked with them and they said, would you like to get involved? And that, you know, they kind of looked at my skills and uh, I, I didn't have the skills to be a pathway missionary because you got to be more technical oriented. I, I don't want to say super technical, but, you know, you, you got to pretty you got to juggle a lot of things. I'm better at kind of talking to people, bringing things together, finding people who want to do things. I, I, I like the big picture approach. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that was what when you and I met for the first time, I had reached out to you via LinkedIn and you and I had had met over LinkedIn. What I loved was your question back to me when I asked you to connect. You said, "I really want to know your story, mm-hmm. and what is it about you, and what makes you tick." And and you and I got on a Zoom call and started to talk with one another. And that was, it was very intriguing at that point. You know, knowing people's stories is something that has yeah. always intrigued me. And to hear how many different stories are told as far as how people go to or get to be a pathways instructor or go into pathways or any of those things is always highly intriguing. And it's so, I love as we're talking this, the idea of people coming to, there's the people that are going through the program, but also this pathway for people to be able to mentor these opportunities where both people are, are looking for something and pathways is connecting us and being able to allow us to both have opportunity to education that may not have been there before or opportunity to mentor that may not have been there before. And both are uplifting. You know, and Jamie, you said something I just want to mention too, in addition to pathway, and by the way, there's always a need for pathway missionaries, right? Because pathway continues to grow. And, and, uh, and it's a simple, I think you can do like as short as uh, 
like a one-year assignment, right? Uh, uh, but often people go longer because basically you have a group and you follow them along for a little while. So you want to stay with that group until they matriculate to their program. But in addition to pathway, in many countries, there's something that comes before pathway and that's called English Connect. Okay. okay. Now, oh, English really? Connect, because you think of Africa, Africa has 54 countries, right? Now, quite a few of those are Francophone countries, meaning they're French speaking. So in Africa West, you have French speaking. In Africa Central, you have French speaking. And so in order to help them, and there's a English proficiency because Pathway is all conducted in English, which is very important. So in order to go into Pathway, you have to have an English proficiency. So the church has a wonderful program called English Connect. English, and you can Google that and find English Connect, okay? English, English Connect 1 and 2 are administered by the local stakes, so they're done locally, okay? English Connect 3 is administered by BYU Pathway, and then after they get, you know, and, and then when they're ready, they can matriculate, they, they can go into BYU Pathway Connect. So there's always a huge need for training and helping people with English, and 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 you and and so that's a very important area because uh, so much of the world is held back by English. And even though English is taught in many countries in Africa, that's a second or a third language. And so it's not you know it's not always conversational English. It's certainly not business English. And in order to participate in the digital global economy, you have to have you know good English. And so there's so many ways that people can get involved with Pathway, either in the role of Pathway or supporting it you know financially if they don't have the time. Uh, yeah. Which is and so as um, this was just awesome. As we <laughs> as we get going, what are some other things that you feel like you've learned from your pathway experience as like some personal things that have impacted you as you've gone through this journey and the opportunity that you've had to be a part of it? That that is a great question and I will say uh, I will say this. I think um as we put forth a little bit of effort, there's a huge payoff that comes in people's lives. And uh, I, I know we've all had experiences where we had the opportunity to be that ministering angel to help somebody. Uh, those opportunities are just abundant in Pathway. There's there's so many opportunities for doing that. And um, and I uh, I had a conversation. Uh, there's a good brother in our ward, Alan Packer. He's uh, President Packer's son, and uh, he was a former General Authority 70, and just the sweetest man, full of the spirit. And we were talking one time about after I come back from Africa, one of my trips to Africa, and I had said. Yeah, I said like how Africa seems like, you know, uh, what China was like 30, 40 years ago, where a little bit of effort just goes a long ways. And I said, it's amazing how it's going. And uh, he kind of put his hand on my shoulder and said, well, Brother Rupert, in the Lord's kingdom, it's so much bigger than that. <laughs> and, and I think that's what we have to realize. The kingdom is growing so quickly. There are phenomenal things taking place, and we just get sound bites of it, right? right? So I think if you really want to start to get connected to what's taking place in the world, join Pathway, because the church has made this wonderful pivot uh, from being a you know, U.S. Western church, this global church, which is evident in general conference and everything, and it's so much bigger than that. So I, I think my point, what I've learned is that you can make a difference wherever you go. And if I could tell one of their sweet experience that kind of helped me Please. to realize that Pathway is important. So when we lived in Hong Kong, I was working for MetLife. I was their chief compliance officer. And uh, the, the president of MetLife Asia was a guy named Chris Townsend. And just this self-driven guy, uh, which tells you, you know what, you can, you can teach yourself, right? I mean, just a, a phenomenal leader. He arranged, uh, we had a, a, a regional conference down in, in uh, India, in Mumbai, India. And he arranged for us to go into the slums of India, where they were teaching groups of women finance. Why women? Because women are better credit risk than men. <laughs> Let's just be real clear that. about that, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you go back to that concept of gathering, the strength of gathering, which is not only indicative to the second coming, but also the strength in being together and gathering. So they teach, they would you know teach these women. And so women would make, uh, would apply for loans and receive loans and they cross collateralize each other. So they always pay their loan back. 
And I saw that, and we, we, we literally saw these women being trained. I thought, you know what? A little bit of effort, you can make a difference. Mm-hmm. And most people don't know how to get that going. So I say, come to Pathway. And then from Pathway, then you will be inspired to go on to do other things. And, and, you, and you still stay involved with Pathway because you see that Pathway is important. But then you start to get involved with your nonprofit, and you know, in our case, the Lord's Hands, or the BYU Management Society, because they all have parallel swim lanes. They're all trying to help the pathway students, at least, you know, that, that's what we try to do. Uh, and micro lending and other things. I mean, it just goes on. The opportunities to bless are, they're limitless. Yeah. As you've been speaking, the thing that has been a visual for me is, is sometimes the global need can be overwhelming. And as you've been talking, I've loved that there's this picture of a global organization, but what it comes down to is each individual person, the ability to have a global organization, a global reach, looking at hugely global issues that can be so overwhelming and so big and sometimes like, I don't even know where to start. And it's created this opportunity for all people to come in and be able to contribute in a way that they can that reaches down to an individual. And so just the the beautiful idea of 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 the Lord caring about all of these people and this one person and the way that all of that is being used together to reach down. I love that you said, what did, how did you say it? The, the hidden forgotten? Is that what you, oh, the, the hidden many, the, the hidden, hidden many, many those yeah. people. And, and, and they're only hidden to us. They're not hidden to God. And I love that, the, that through the pathways and these opportunities, we're finding those people and we're being able to be all of us uplifted as we do that. So thank you. That 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 that's a great soundbite. The way you express that, by the way, that, that's that's a really good summary. And I want to pull up I can here a, a, a quick scripture because there's uh, there's another good brother that uh, I want to mention uh, who's a he's a big supporter and is trying to help uh, with Pathway as much as he can. And his name is Kurt Allen, and uh, and he has a company called Agilix, and Agilix has a a Basically, it's a wonderful mobile-first learning platform, and so people can learn. They can download content when they have like access to the internet, and then they can work on that content because it's cached uh, when they don't have access. And then they can oh, upload great. it, right? And and he's had a number of conversations uh, with with Pathway and doing things to help. By the way, he hosts BYU Independent Studies in addition to other things. And I, and I think he's enrolled like fifty million people into various courses and things. And he and his brother co-founded Ancestry. So uh, Ancestry dot com, right? So he he he's really just an incredible brother. And he's the one that introduced me to this scripture, which is Third Nephi six twelve. And I think this. Uh, and uh, and there's and there's many scriptures that kind of speak to pathway. I think this is one of them. And it says, and the people began to be distinguished by ranks according to their riches, and and this is important, their chances for learning. Yea, some were ignorant because of their poverty, and others did receive great learning because of their riches. So that's why, you know, Jamie, when you said, you know, this global concept. Uh, and how, but God knows all, they are all numbered unto God and the worth of souls is great in the eyes of the Lord. Uh, that's a great example how the Lord is trying to bless all these people because um, um, that's what's taking place in Africa. And uh, there, there's a saying, if I can share, I'll say it in Chinese and I'll translate it because it's Confucius said this. It's really a beautiful saying. Shoshan qi jia jirguo ping tin sha. Shoshan is to organize the self, or excuse me, to rectify the self, to put your life in order. Chija is to organize the family. Jirguo uh, is to govern the country, or you could think community, and then the country. And Pingtin Sha is to pacify the world. So there's an order by which we do things. It's self, it's family, it's communities, it's countries, and it's the world. Uh, Confucius recognized that. We see that throughout the scriptures, how the Lord works together. That's what Pathway is doing. That's why it is the leadership training program. Because it, it, because it, uh, I mean, I could tell you now there's people in, in Pathway in Africa who want to get involved with their governments. They want to go out and change their governments because 
if you have a great government, you have opportunity. If you have a bad government, you don't have opportunity. Right. <laughs> no kidding. And if you don't have, and, the, and, and as the governments change, the people are, as you're empowering the people. That's what I feel like, empowering the people and those individuals are changing their own lives and then having the opportunity to influence and change their countries. One of the things is you were talking in that beautiful Mandarin. I just could I know, listen to that, that all great. day long. That was really neat. Thank you. Um, it, with streaking, and one of the things that we identify as our mission statement is to inspire all people to improve their life, others' lives, and the world around them. And our vision is to have billions of people connected and empowered through simple, intentional, consistent action. And as you, you know, as you talk about the global reach and then really going right down to the individual, something that you said that I think is significant is the power of connection with other people. One of the streaks that I have, and the reason why you and I met, is one of the streaks I have is to invite at least one person to connect every day. And that could be through LinkedIn, which is a great uh, platform to connect, but it could also be through other avenues. And when you get down to the very small and simple, and, the, and we call it the laughably simple, mm -hmm. which is, you know what, I'm just going to reach out and invite someone to connect at least one time daily. It has led both of us on a journey that we never even saw happening. It's led us on a journey to meet amazing people, to have amazing people enter into our life, to for us to be able to uh, contribute back to society, uh, to society and to the world. But that's it. Really plugs into what our overall mission of streaking is: is to inspire all people to improve their life, others' lives, and the world around them. And to do that through laughably small, intentional actions is something that I see you're doing, Pathways is doing, and that if we could teach people to be consistent in that, to start a streak, to say, I'm going to do at least one thing to connect with someone every single day, that becomes a compound interest through time. Mm -hmm. That is I've so powerful. That is so powerful, the way that you express that. And it works. <laughs> that's what's amazing been, about it. As we've been talking, I've been thinking, of course, because we're always thinking streaking, but I've been thinking of how streaks could help the students to be able to be consistent. Because what you're doing is you're adding something to your life that hasn't been there. And that's always a challenge, no matter what it is, getting yourself to the point that you're like, okay, I want this to be a part of my life, but there's a lot of other things going on. And that's what I've loved about streaking is it's helped me slowly and intentionally add these things in a consistent way to be an actual part of my life. So I was thinking, I was thinking of streaks that you could set as a student in Pathways to help you be consistent. Because once you get started, then the ball gets rolling, but you need those streaks sometimes to help you get mm -hmm. that started. And then as we were talking- What um, were some of the streaks you thought of? Did, did you, were you gonna talk about those? Some of them, I don't know. Some of them might be like, because it, it would depend on where you were, but but you know, opening your computer once a day to look at the pathway. See, that's what I was or, thinking too would be a great streak is I'm gonna open my computer at least one time and, daily. Yeah, log into pathways that right. daily, I'm assuming if you have to log in, but something as simple as just opening it and visually seeing it every day. And then most of the time you're gonna do more and then you can start to set goals around it, but just the streak of being able to get you started. And then the same way I was thinking for myself, I was like, oh, I want to start a streak that would get me involved in Pathways in an opportunity to learn more about Pathways or to serve in a Pathway opportunity. So it's great to look at it and think wherever you are in the journey and whichever side you're on, there's a streak that can help you get started no matter how busy you are. Right. In, in being able to say, I really think this is important. I feel passionate about it. I would like to add this to my life. What can I start now? And then it's coupled with what you've been saying that really what's changing is hundreds and thousands of people making these small actions that then turn into bigger effort or have massive dividends because you put the effort into a small action consistently. That's, that's really true. Um, it's phenomenal. There's there's so many ways that people can make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go to the philanthropies and you can donate through Pathway through there. You can probably do it on the, the BYU uh, Pathway website and do that. Once a year, uh, President Ashton has an annual President's Dinner. It's beautiful to go to. Uh, we went to it recently and uh, 
they just they they talk about how lives have been blessed and they always have like a general authority who's talking there and things and you just walk away like gosh i can make a difference yep. it's it's not that hard and um uh, it, it, it's it's phenomenal how lives are changed um in pathways so, going i think africa is one of the fact well you mentioned nigeria earlier can we talk about nigeria yeah, yeah. let's do please i was okay. going to get there yeah so first off, when you think of the church in Africa, it, it has three areas. And I'm not talking North Africa because I think that's part of like Middle East area. But if you look at Sub-Sahara Africa, you have uh, Africa West, which is like Nigeria. Nigeria, by the way, has 220 million people. Uh, oh, and uh, in the next 20 years, it will surpass the United States in population. OK, so it's huge. Right. OK, so that's to the West. And if you go to the East, you have Africa Central and you go to the South, you have Africa yourself okay uh and the, and that's like what the fastest growing area i think for pathway is in africa with phenomenal growth that's taking place there so there's a good and so uh there's a good brother named tasara makasi who's a uh, former mission president who serves in zimbabwe he lives in zimbabwe and he's the area manager for africa central and africa south and then africa west there's a, a Matt Richards, who's Africa West, except for Nigeria, because recently broke out Nigeria separately. And there's a brother named Victor Ukrobi, who doesn't live that far from where you live right now, who's the uh, he's the pathway area manager for Nigeria. I think next year, they'll, he just took the job on. He was working at the temple department before. I think next year he'll probably uh, move over there so he can be closer to that. Uh but he's he's going out and 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 they're all these pathway managers, they're paid professionals who work extremely hard. They're the ones who interact with the church leaders. They're the ones who interact with the students. They're the ones that say, how do we continue to create opportunity so people stay with the program? And that's one of the things that's important for the pathway missionaries. It's hard. If you talk to any pathway missionary, certainly who's serving in Africa, they're going to tell you stories where students, uh, family members have died because of poverty or because of war-torn situations or wow. just horrendous things, right? Or, you know, there's uh, Uganda uh, had a presidential election and the president, a dictator, shut down the internet. So you couldn't have access to doing your studies, right? So you have to get accommodations from, from the accrediting <clears throat> universities to say, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work around that and things. And so it's not easy, but these people work extremely hard hard in order to get their degree and it takes longer we're doing it part-time it takes longer when you don't have a computer many of them start with a phone uh, and that's why we, we we try to give computers the lord's hands and pathway is working to say how can we make it more efficient and and how we can make it easier uh, but there's a lot of obstacles people are doing it uh, but we have to continue to make it easier and that's what brian ashton and his team are doing it how do we make it easier so that we can, you think of the hidden many and you think of a pyramid. Well, the people who usually at the top of the pyramid, those are the ones that have means that have access mm -hmm. to opportunity. So now they're trying to say, how do we bring it lower down that pyramid? So, and the base gets bigger and how do we scale it? And I'm not an official pathway representative, right? All this is spoken from my heart. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a pathway missionary. But I will say this, that they are preparing where they can scale from 57,000 students to a million students, right? Wow. Because that's the demand that's out there mm -hmm. and, and how they do that technology-wise and other ways to support this. So this is so much bigger than people think, oh, Pathway, that's that little thing that offers college <laughs> education. <laughs> now, it's huge. Now, so in Nigeria, how has it grown so big in Nigeria as in regards to others? Because that's, I mean, largest student international student population, Nigeria being among Philippines and Mexico. I mean, that it just it's pretty big. Nigeria has a huge membership base of okay. members there. Yeah. And uh, and so you look at Ghana right next to it. The, the area headquarters is located in Ghana. OK, okay. Uh, and, and Ghana is probably perceived by many to be a more stable country. Right. But and, and Ghana has a temple. Right. But Nigeria has temples. Right. Uh, but Nigeria is so, so much larger because Nigeria has 220 million people. Ghana probably has 40 million people. So you, okay, you just do the math on that and yeah. see the numbers related to that. Uh, DR Congo 
has a lot of members there and they probably have about 100 million people. So mm -hmm. there's countries in Africa that have many, many, a lot of people. Then you get very small countries, too. So that's the opportunity in Nigeria. And Nigeria is that interaction with the West for a longer period of time. Right. You have oil exploration and other things that have taken place there and a lot of interaction. Their challenge has been that, you know, you have a little bit of volatility in certain areas to it. Uh, but that's why we need Pathway. That's why we need the church, because it brings that stabilizing influence to it. And people are literally hungry uh, for Pathway opportunities, get the education, and then translate that into a job. Because education by itself isn't everything, right? You have to have a job. Right. And uh, and so, and uh, and Elder Gilbert, who's the commissioner of education, who was, you know, he was the president, uh, he was the first president of BYU Pathway. I mean, he was phenomenal to develop this innovative approach, working with Kim B. Clark and others. And now as commissioner of education, he's able to work with all the institutions to say, how do we do this better? You know, think of good, better, and best, right? right. And, and, and how do we do this better? And so that's why, you know, we're witnessing this journey that's going to bless more and more lives. And Nigeria is extremely important to BYU Pathway. And that's Victor's position is to say, how do we bless this? Because they're just scratching the surface. Even though it's the second largest international area in the church, that's so small. It's so small. Yeah. So do you... To be a student at BY or at Pathways or BYU Pathways or any of those, do I have to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints? No, you do not. Now, members, uh, not uh, people, they're, they're referred to as friends of friends of the church. Friends of the church can participate. Uh, their tuition fee is only twenty five percent higher because they haven't had the privilege to pay tithes and, and other offerings in that area. But they can have all the same privileges. And a neat thing to talk about that is, you know. They can go through uh, what they and any pathway student goes through the program. They matriculate. They go to BYU Idaho. They go to Ensign College. They get a degree. It looks like any other four-year degree who went there. So if you were an in-person student or you're an online student, and one of the sweetest things is I have a friend Seth who I mentioned on the call. His wife. They came over because she went through Pathway as a student, and then, and then Seth and, and her are Pathway missionaries now. They came to Rexburg so they could walk in the commencement exercises. Right, oh. most of them cannot do that. Right, but they and, and because she had paid the price, she wanted to be there, part of that. Then that's an inspiration. And one of the neatest things you can have is we got to get you guys to Africa. We can easily do that. Take, take you to Africa. <laughs> okay, I, I, here we we'll, go. <laughs> we'll talk offline because I've got some other ideas that you, you guys can do uh, in Africa. But uh, one of the sweetest things to do is they have these graduation ceremonies over there. And it's fun to go to these graduation ceremonies and hear people talk about how Pathway has changed their life. Uh, and we did one uh, earlier this year. Uh, where the, in Cape Coast, Ghana, that's where the church was first organized, where William Billy Johnson had had that vision uh, that the, the gospel was going to come there. And a good a good brother who helped him as part of that, James Woodsy, came and stayed with us in our home in April. And, and he's taken us to what they call the baptismal spot. And we went to a, a pathway graduation there to see where the church was organized in Ghana, uh, which is a little over 40 years ago. And it's amazing what's taking place there. So, so it's just like, yeah, when when President Nelson says, you know, you better eat your vitamins and get ready for the ride. <laughs> He's being <laughs> that's, serious. That's what's taking place. That's that, that's at all levels of the church, right? Right. Yeah. So you recently visited Africa uh, on a trip over there. Did it take you through those areas that you're talking about, Nigeria, Ghana, and everywhere else? Well, so Africa is so big. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just massive. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? So, my first time in November. This is a cute story, and I, I guess when my wife listens to this, she'll get mad at me. But I went. I went in November last year on my own, my own expense, and just kind of, kind of help meet with universities, innovation centers, and meet with business people. We did thought thought leader groups with with members of the church, young professionals, and those who are more advanced to kind of figure out what could we do. And that's where we recognize this opportunity for mentoring to do more with mentoring. And uh, so that was in Ghana, and that was a phenomenal experience. Uh, and made a great made a great relationship with a university called Asheshi University. Most of you have never heard of Asheshi University. No. You mentioned that to some people in Africa, they'll say, oh, that's the Harvard of Africa. 
Okay. Uh, and, and that's a whole nother story. And, and love that because they don't allow for alcohol on campus. They have a code of conduct uh, and it's like, wow. And, and they, and they really stress uh, morality and ethics. Okay. So it's, 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 it's really good. So anyway, I came back and told my wife everything we did. And she later said, yeah, I really didn't think you were going to accomplish much, but I'm kind of impressed by what you did. <laughs> and, so, and so, so, so we went back in February of this year and she came with me. We went to Ghana and then we went over to Benin. Now, Benin is in West Africa, and, and most people don't know where Benin is. I would not have known if I hadn't been there, right? So you have Ghana, and go down the coast, you have Togo, and then you have Benin, then you have Nigeria, okay? And so it's a little tiny sliver of land there. And uh, long story short, under the umbrella of the BYU Management Society, we opened the first of its kind, a digital economy resource center, where it's a two-story building where members of the BYU Management Society, members of BYU Pathway can come in there, have free access to computers. There's courses they learn for leadership development and a mentoring program and a morality and ethics course and this whole networking thing. And they've opened it up to the community. And I can show you a video if you want to see this. And if anybody who's French speaking, they'll really like it because part in French, part in English. And it's just changing lives, right? And so that's why we went to Benin. Uh, but there's other areas I need to get to, but uh, COVID and time, because we probably spent $1,000 in Benin. Excuse, uh, that trip probably spent $1,000 just with COVID test. Uh, oh, because to get wow. into Ghana, to go to, to, to enter Benin, to leave Benin, to come back to Ghana and everything. So hopefully COVID's getting better. Uh, you can travel easier because we did it but it was a pain just to yeah. get around. Yeah. Well, your enthusiasm is absolutely phenomenal. We've uh, reached the end of our time to be able to talk with everything that you've been talking about. And there's so many more questions. Did you have one final one that you were thinking no, about? No, I just wanted to say thank you. This has been inspiring for me. And just the just being able to look at it and think, there's something I can do and kind of looking at yourself and thinking, okay, what is it? What's my part to contribute? And and what do I need to do right now to kind of get started on that? And you can do it in small and simple ways. And that's one of the reasons why we talk about streaking all the time and just the small, simple, tiny streaks that you can set to connect with people, to open apps, to learn a little bit more. If anyone wants to look up more information on Pathways or to get a hold of you or any of those things, how can they do that? Well, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, but my email is druper at gmail, d-r-u-p-p-e-r at gmail.com, and I would welcome it. My wife says this is my favorite conversation. It is. I love talking about Pathway in Africa, and I say, I just say bring it on because it's so much good. I mean, look at you and I. We met because you reached out to me, uh, you know, uh, and, and I'm thankful. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, as are we. Well, thank you. And thank you, Streakers, for listening in today. We appreciate that. Again, if you want to uh, get a hold of David, you can do so at his email address or on LinkedIn, David Ruper, and you can ask to connect with him. And he may ask you for your story, which will lead you to a great conversation moving forward. Also, Streakers, like what we talked about, the mission of streaking is really to inspire all people to improve their life others' lives, and the world around them. And the vision is to have billions of people connected and empowered through simple, intentional, consistent action. And how we do that is through the Streaking app. On the Streaking app, you can see all kinds of people's streaks, the small, intentional actions that they're doing on a daily basis. And then you can also see the most positive social media that you've ever experienced in your life. And you will be able to be inspired by what other people are doing. If you want to learn more about streaking, you can buy the book wherever books are sold. And you can also download it via Audible or any ebooks. Well, until we talk with you again, keep streaking. Make a better